All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hearts of Men, a Rock Life podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm Arlen. And we're great. Glad to be back with you again. Yes. I know it's been a while. (laughs) Uh, No life happens. Yeah, we've been handling business. Right. But we definitely wanted to come back out to to you all. Um, So... I'm sure before this one, you've you've listened to our previous episodes, so we appreciate that. We appreciate the follows, likes, shares. Definitely, definitely, it's been it's been humbling. It's been very humbling. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and so, with humility, you know, we um, today's topic that we're going to talk about um, is depression. Um, we talked about it a little bit at our um, on one of our other podcasts dealing with mental health, but we didn't go dive deep into it. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. Right. Yep. <clears throat> and depression, you know, as far as you know, from a male perspective, uh, tends to get overlooked. And like I said, we've touched on this before in our previous episodes. Uh, but but when it comes to male depression, it's, it's often overlooked uh, because the male is like, you know, the, the strong figure in society or, or portrayed to be the stronger figure in society and in the household. Uh, but, you know, different males go through it. You know, it's, it's still a thing. It still exists. Uh, but at, again, it's, it still tends to be overlooked. Um, so that in itself is a problem right there uh, for, for men that, you know, go through depression regularly or, or have went through depression somebody who that have went through depression they can easily say you know, it, it went overlooked either because it's just they're a man or they did things to to mask the depression so we and we'll get into that you know as the episode uh, goes on yeah and, and it's definitely um <clears throat> a mask that most men wear because you won't know that they are depressed you know by how man acts because you know we're told we have to act tough we have to be strong because you know we're we're supposed to be the provider for the household so but it's sometimes it's hard um especially um coming from uh, just even from just last year from the whole pandemic happening yeah um a lot of a lot of men you know a lot of men and women lost their jobs but for the men that's you know head of the household they, they, um, you know, they lost their jobs, not able to provide. I mean, you know, you got the unemployment, but you know, that's, you know, that's a temper, that was going to be a temporary thing. And we got our, you know, you got the stimulus and everything, but most men, you know, once everything started calming down, try to want to get back to work, you know, some men did, but there's a lot of men that, um, did not get, work back yep. um, um i was lucky enough to get a temporary job like myself i was lucky to get a temporary job but you know i haven't found you know I've, as a speaking as on a man as a, especially a black male you know it's it's been hard to get back into the workforce mm-hmm. um, nobody calls you back you don't hear back from anybody or you know you go to an interview and then you're turned down. You think you did a great job, but then you end up being turned down. And, you know, that can set, that can set in a lot of depression yep. because you need to provide for your house and you need to, 
you know, take care of your your wife, your kids, and for that to happen to you, and then not be able to go back to work, and plus you have unemployment, and if it has and if it ends and you can't get it back, then that's a whole nother set of issues, which can lead to a to some real real bad depression. Exactly, exactly. And then I've even I've spoke with men who, you know, during this whole pandemic or you know they've lost, you know, jobs. And then there's other men that, you know, they still in their jobs, but people around them are, are being affected. So it's just like, oh man, you know, my, my mom or my dad, or, you know, someone, a close friend that somebody knows was affected by COVID either, you know, they could have lost their job or they could have, you know, passed away or just something terribly happened to them. You know, you can get, they, I've seen men fall into depression on that end as well. Um, kind of like not directly, but it would be like indirectly. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's on all sides, especially during this pandemic, it's just been, you know, just crazy. You know, some people are up, some people are down, some people have went up and down back and forth. Um, so yeah. And then during that whole process that's, you know, depression could definitely set in. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, with men and depression and, you know, the whole, you know, they're a provider and, you know, when someone lose their jobs, they feel that that loss of, um, you know, being able to pr- provide. So they put up a mask as like, you know, nothing's wrong. Right. Because um, that's one of the like the signs that someone that could be depressed is not saying, not knowing or not even saying that they're depressed. Um, either, you know, they, they started spending a lot of time diverting their attention and other things. So you could be depressed. So uh, I know one of my friends, he said he, when he would be depressed, he would just have like kind of like this um, urge to just play video games just as a form of escape. But he would, he just wouldn't play video games. He would just spend like days upon days and just playing video games. And that was his form of escape from his depression. Um, so a lot of it, I, I guess you could call it like an addictive personality where someone you know it's cool playing video games but when you start overly doing it and then just using that as a form of escape where i've seen people depressed uh where then they just start overeating they eat a lot of foods that they normally wouldn't eat just have kind of like some type of comfort um and then you know some people turn to drugs some people turn to other things uh but those are different forms of kind of like uh escapist behaviors if you would call it um when that depression sets in. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like when I, I was going through a bad relationship, our toxic relationship. So it was, there was a lot of moments I became depressed and I would turn to, I would turn to drinking and, you know, that's, that was, I didn't drink heavy. It was, it was, but I was still drinking. That's something I turned to yeah. um, during depression. Um, you know, during time during times I was depressed. You know, and it w- was I mean, it wasn't very healthy because most of the time I didn't eat anything. I would just drink, or I would drink at home by myself, or I'd go with my friend. We go out somewhere and you know just drink, or or smoke, yeah, smoke weed, because I mean that was just a way of dealing with the depression was just to get to get my mind off of it and to um, not be able to, you know, think about that. 
And that's what a lot of people do. Like, would you say your friend played the video games to escape? So he, he's in a world where none of his problems are an issue. Mm-hmm. And um, none of what he, you know, none of what he wants to do. And that's, and that's always the escape. You don't want to deal. You don't want to deal with what you're doing. You don't want to um, be in that um, in that moment. Exactly. I should say. Exactly. Exactly. And Sorry we, if you heard that. That was my little girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then you know the 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 that's a way that we would know that this particular person was in a state of depression because he would just he wouldn't even shower or nothing. He would just play video games from like he would sleep, wake up, play video games, may eat something, and would just be in his room playing video games just two or three days straight. And just like, okay, what's going on, dude? So we would have to sit down and talk to him, like, you know, what's going on, you know, because this isn't, you know, we, we know you like to play video games, but for two to three days straight, you know, without coming out of your room or, you know, shutting off your phone and, you know, we were worried. So we had to just, you know, go in there and kind of have some type of intervention with him. But that was, that was just as a way of escape, escaping his, you know, he was going through some issues with his, the, the, uh, the mother of his child. So you know, that was just his form of escape. And there's different forms of escape, like you, you said, like drugs, alcohol. Um, you know, some people some people get very angry and they may, you know, lash out. They could be at the, the grocery store or something that somebody, you know, accidentally brushes up against you. And then you can just lash out in, you know, anger. Um, when it's just something just, you know, something small, it's like, oh, excuse me, you know, I'm sorry, you know, something like that. So. Um, and then, you know, you have like different types of just erratic behaviors. I've seen people depressed and just driving crazy on the road. And now you're putting other people in, in, in harm's way. So um, a lot of people don't realize like, you know, when they're depressed, they, it affects other people, not only emotionally, but, you know, physically, spiritually, um, and just, you know, in other ways that they may not realize at the time. So uh, that's one thing that, you know, we have to understand as maybe we're dealing with someone who's going through depression or even if we've dealt with it, you know, those are some of the the, the behaviors um, that could be, you know, used as a mask to mask, you know, what's, what's truly going on. Yeah. Um, and, and the mat, like I said, the mask is the biggest thing because you don't know who's dealing with depression and you don't know like what somebody is going through unless you ask or if you notice um like you said an erratic behavior like changing character of how you know from what they normally how they normally act to being completely different and like most men you know men we tend to hold in emotions so you know we're not gonna let nobody we're not gonna tell nobody we're being depressed uh, that we're depressed or, you know, that we're going through a depression stage. Um, we're not going to tell, like, not even our um, closest um, family and friends that we're going through that. Um, most times it's because, I mean, because I'm, I'm speaking from experience, like, we don't want to put that burden mm-hmm. on that, you know, on that family member or that or that friend. We don't want to, you know, have them where, like, well, don't you don't need to worry about me because, you know, you got your own stuff going yeah. on. Or we got this going on, so we don't need to worry about none of like so. You know, so we don't. I don't need you to worry about that. 
about me. I need you to worry about, you know, what's going on with you. But you have to realize, especially when you're in a relationship, when you're married, you have to be able to reach out to, you know, your spouse and be able to, you know, tell them like, hey, I'm this is what's going on with me. This has been this is how I feel. No, I'm, you know, say I'm being say I'm depressed. Yep. Because a lot of people, you know, they'll just they'll just won't talk about yep. it, you know, hold it in. And like you said, that can, that causes a lot of it can cause a lot of mental problems because holding it, you know, holding it in causes a lot of health problems. Your heart will, you know, your heart and everything. Some people get so depressed they don't eat. Yep. They and they start losing weight and everything. So it's it's a real issue. Like I said, speaking speaking from experience, because um, I got when I got so because so when you get so depressed, sometimes it leads to, you know, other things which can also kill you. Like it can be like suicide. You can be so depressed you want to commit suicide, yeah. um, or go out and kill somebody, or you know, drink yourself to death. There's a lot of avenues that people go down. And, you know, they and some people get lost in it when they start going down because they're depressed and they get lost in it. And then they don't realize they they forget that they've been depressed. And now this is just an everyday thing. Exactly. Exactly. And the the thing with like male depression, uh, the reason why it slips under the cracks, like you, you touched on it, like, you know, either we're not really open to discuss, you know, our issues because we may not want to put the burden on others, or we may not want to be, uh, we may feel embarrassed about, you know, something that's going on with us. Right. Um, and then it could also be, you know, someone could be depressed and someone could be like, you know, I know what you're going through, you know, this is here. I want to get you some help or, you know, here's some, a place that I went to, or that I know somebody else going through what you went through. And then they could just basically like, no, I'm, I'm good, you know, or they just kind of um, resist, you know, the the help, um, which basically kind of it ties into, you know, a lot of people going through depression, especially with men, they'll downplay the the different signs and symptoms that they are depressed, just to kind of like say to myself, well, I'm not depressed, like you know, I'm I don't get like that, so they'll downplay the different symptoms as far as you know, oh, I've been having these bad headaches or I've just been having these mood swings. And basically they try to run from what the true issue is. So they'll downplay it like, oh, it's just a phase that I'm going through. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I just need to spend a few days by myself and then take a nap and then I'll be good. So a lot of men tend to downplay um, just because of that. And then also they, they d- fail to recognize that they're depressed. It just kind of, they just, you know, just glaze over it like like it's nothing like oh it's whatever you know they don't even really you know realize that they're they're depressed as well so there's just so so many um things that you know heighten the depression and then once sometimes once it gets out of hand it it just it's like boom you're somebody's right on the edge of, of either suicide or or taking somebody else's life um just because either they you know turn down help or they you know downplayed the, the different signs and symptoms that they have, you know, for depression. Um, like you said, um, um, there's different, there's different signs, different symptoms. It's, um, as I was, um, seeing, um, being relentless or feeling on edge, 
um, aggressive behavior, anger, irritability, alcohol abuse, um, lost interest in things that used to excite you. Then, and that's just you know that's just a few yeah. things that that and that's and that's found in the symptoms of men. Like you like you say like um, you know just playing you know doing a simple video game can be like well you know I'm done with that. Yep. <laughs> I don't like like I don't want to play like you know like you if especially you have that one you you have that one friend like hey you want to come over you know we want to play you know play basketball play video games and if they you know the person used to do this a whole bunch used to do this a lot and then all of a sudden like for like the past month you've noticed like they haven't really done anything with you they haven't come out or anything it's it could be because they're depressed mm-hmm. because of something going on in their life that they're not talking about even like with their um you know even to their own parents like most most times um people won't know they're depressed um i brought this up in another episode it was it's the um netflix show called um 13 reasons why where the girl gets you know she ended up writing a a, le- a note to her parents after she you know to find after she killed herself cuz she committed suicide when she committed suicide from being depressed after so many things happened mm-hmm. to her that sh- you know that shouldn't have happened. Where um, it was, you know, it was it was, for, it was high school, so um, she was the new girl. Um, then rumors got spread around about her. Um, then eventually, she um, she ended up getting um, raped, and that boiled down. You know that you know that didn't help her already depressed state. And that's what sent her over the edge. Now, not necessarily like, um, you know, with men, it could be, it could be, you know, it are different things. Um, like you said, like a brush um, in the, there's a small brush in this grocery store can send somebody, can send a guy over the edge yep. just for that and can, can end up doing something he regrets doing or a small little um, thing going on with your spouse. Something happened. You know, just, you know, just a small little thing that, you know, your your wife asks you to do and you get violently upset about it. Start and, you know, may start breaking stuff right. because all that emotion is held in. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, you know, we talk about depression and, you know, we've talked about, you know, the symptoms and the different signs. Um, there are ways to, you know, come out of depression. Uh, and a lot of people may not realize it just they it just doesn't really just happen overnight, but it is magically just disappear because, you know, there's certain right. there are certain things that that has happened in our lives that cause depression and it could be deeply rooted. It could be something that happened, you know, in your childhood. It could be something that, you know, happened, you know, last week, last year. Um so, you know, different things can trigger it, too. So something that could happen, you know, when you were 10 years old, right, you forgot about it, you don't even think about it, and then something, boom, something happens and it triggers it. You can fall into this particular depression because you're thinking of what happened to you when you were 10, you know. So it does. Depression isn't just like a thing that happens when something happens in the present, then you're depressed. It could, you could think about something that happened years and years down the line. And then you fall into this state of depression. Um, so a person that I know that 
they, you know, they would fall into these depressed states pretty often, you know, and they, right now, you know, I, I spoke with uh, that person not too long ago and, you know, they're doing good as far as trying to stay away from that depressed state. So they said there's different, different things that they try to do. Um, and that's one is um, their health, right? Their, their physical health and mental health. They try to keep those in tip top mm -hmm. shape um, to prevent falling into that depressed state. Um, and then, you know, setting, you know, goals for themselves, um, joining support groups and actually reaching out to people. If they start to feel that way, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to feel, you know, into this deep, dark place. I need to reach out to someone. So that's something that they've been doing proactively, um, joining support, different support groups and having a person that you can trust, that you can vent to, um, and, you know, just having that community that, you know, that'll gen genuinely support because, you, you know, you don't want to tell your business to anybody, right? You, you don't want to have it out there, just everybody knowing your business, you depressed, and then they'll go tell this person. And then next thing you know, everybody around you know what you're going through. But, you know, they having that person that you can, you can trust to talk to, you know, um, and then, of course, you know, joining support groups and having, you know, different people that may have went through what you're going through, you know, everyone can, can relate and, you know, share their testimony amongst each other and, and, you know, and get through what they, what they're coping with and dealing with. So those are some, some of the ways that can, that combat, you know, going into depression. Uh, but it's like, you have to make the first step. And of course, you know, your relationship with God, your prayer life, checking that, you know, your, your spiritual yes. health, you know, yes. I said, I've said health, you know, physical and mental, but your spiritual health, you have to, you know, Make sure that's in check. How's your relationship with God? You know, how's your prayer life? You know, do you, do you have like a kind of like a, I would say a spiritual advisor, but someone who's, you know, maybe like a pastor or, or someone like that, that you can reach out to and talk to and, you know, have someone that can pray with you, a prayer, your prayer warrior, you know, a, a fire buddy <laughs> that you, that you can reach right. out and, you know, and talk to daily because that's, 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 that's the number one thing that's needed, right? Your relationship with God and and having a strong a strong relationship with God and a strong prayer life. Um, so those are the things that you can you know proactively combat depression. Yeah, that is definitely um like said support groups and everything. And there's there's things online too. There there's call there's there's hotlines for it. There I mean like you said support groups. You like talking to somebody that you can trust. Because let's let's face it, as men, we don't trust yep. a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, that it, that even goes with some men that they even goes as far as um, yep. trusting God because they feel like that you know since they can't see or hear God, you know, like what's the point exactly. of talking? You, you like, but you you don't have to always like God is always yep. listening, and this is what we have to understand. Like God's always listening, so we can always count on Him to be able to. Um, come through when you know at the right moment at the right time when we're going through anything especially you know especially depression because you know it's going to affect your home life it's going to affect your um your mental health your physical health um your and your Definitely. spiritual health because you know you keep because once you you keep letting depression sink in that's when the devil gets in and that's when you start getting those yep. thoughts that you yep. shouldn't have um, of hurting somebody, of hurting yourself, 
because because that's how that's how depressed you are and and it's easier for the devil to manipulate your life exactly. situations exactly and it's it's just crazy how um like i said i've been through depression so and it w- which put me to on the road to commit suicide try to or try to commit suicide and ultimately failing and then putting in a be put in a mental hospital uh mental ward yeah. or a mental ward so and you know they said i you know they said i i was you know I, and they said i was depressed they said there's no i don't have no no mental health health issues you know it was just a state of depression and you know it's just you know made me realize because it was like like I should not get depressed. I should not have been in this toxic mm-hmm. relationship enough to be depressed yep. like that. It's it, you should not be in a relationship or at, with anyone that's going to lead you to take exactly. your own life. Exactly. Because you know when somebody does that, you know that, and that can send somebody else and somebody else that you care about into a yeah. state of depression. It's like this cycle, and it, it could be a, right. That's just about to say, like it's it's and it's, it can be a continuous cycle, and it could end up being a generational yeah. curse. So, so like Arlen said, like you just have to, you know, you have to find those support groups, have to find that that measure, you know, that those people that you can talk to to help deal with it. I mean, the pre the if is there's no cure, there's no all, I mean, all cure for depression. It, we're human. Yeah. It's going to happen. But, you know, you have to be able to, like Arlen says, take that step, f- take that step yeah, forward. It's definitely a process. To admit that. You, yeah. And and, so, and with some people, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's, it, it is a mental condition where, you know, they can't help, they have to be on meds mm-hmm. to stop being depressed. Yeah. And, and of course you don't ever want to get that far. So where you have to take medication to stop being depressed. Exactly. So. And yeah, like I guess I was saying, it's definitely a process. It's not, you know, an overnight thing. And at least you don't want it to be overnight. A lot of people like to make it overnight and say, Hey, I'm, I'm okay now, but you, there, there's, it's not overnight process. It is definitely a process that you have to go through um, because you can easily relapse back into that depressed state. If you try to, kind of rush it so it's definitely a process and getting over different things and you know going through depression coming out of depression you know start doing the things relearning things that you like to do whether it's you know drawing or or just going out for a walk in the park you know making new friends setting you know goals for yourself and then just really keeping your mind you know off of that the things that are keeping you in that particular dark state and then, of course, you know, linking up with people like minded, you know, who who can help you and hold you accountable and, you know, give you advice and get you out of those different toxic environments that you, you know, you were once, you know, a part of or connected with kind of like change the scenery. So those, you know, like I said, it's a process. It doesn't just happen overnight where it's one minute you're depressed and it's the next you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm good. But, you know, you have to be you have to basically yield to the process and, and go through it. Right. Um, and then just, just right. allow God to, to, to move through you, you know, when it, when it comes to that. So um, you gotta be, you definitely have to be open. You have to communicate 
um, let people know what you're going through and, you know, first admit that you're depressed. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm not depressed, but but they know they're truly they truly are or or, or they're hurting inside. So, um, yeah, it's not it's not easy, but it's, it's definitely worth it in the end. Definitely, definitely. Um, and um, in the description, I put a um, hotline. You know that different resources that you you know if you are going through depression or if you know somebody that's depressed, you know that needs help, you know, reach out. Um, you know, you we we are always willing to listen. Um, you can send us an email at theheartsofmancency at gmail dot com. Um, we would love to you know hear your story. How how did mm-hmm. you overcome depression? Are yep. you still depressed? Um, how did the the pandemic affect um you being um having depression did you not have depression until the pandemic you know there's a there's a lot and like i said we put some resources down that will be able to help you identify um different links to help you identify people going through depression you know and you know we're always willing to help out So, um, Arlen, you want to um, pray yes. for pray us? Uh, dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for today. Uh, we just pray that you continue to give us the knowledge and wisdom, dear Heavenly Father, to go forward, dear Heavenly Father, God. So, dear Heavenly Father, we pray right now that um, the words that we spoke today will touch someone who may have dropped into a depressed state, dear Heavenly Father. As you continue to just show up, dear Heavenly Father, and let them know that you are God. And that you are God alone, dear Heavenly Father God. And just continue to heal them, dear Heavenly Father. Continue to, to ease their, their, their body, touch their bodies, God, and ease their minds and, and, and mend their broken hearts, dear Heavenly Father God. So, Lord, we thank you. We magnify your holy name, dear Heavenly Father God. We pray right now for, for all the listeners, dear Heavenly Father, people who will listen um, all across the country, all across the world, God, that we said something, dear Heavenly Father, to, to light the spark in them, God. So, Lord, we thank you. We magnify your holy name, God. And you are just worthy to be praised, the Heavenly Father, God. And all these blessings we ask in your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We'd like to thank you for joining us once again on the Hearts of Men, a Rock Life podcast. Uh, we will continue to uh, reach out to the hearts of men, let you know what's in our hearts to keep helping you through whatever it is you're going through. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us. Once again, I have been Brandon. And this has been the Hearts of Man. We'll see you next time.